0: Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm joined by Vance. Hi, Vance. Hello. I'm joined by Todd. Hi, Todd.
1: Hello, guys. I'm here.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm also joined by Ranger. He still has that same non epoxied brook trout in his mouth in an original raptor.
2: Beautiful bait. It's a good runner.
0: It is. But it's retired now. So, anyways. You have anything you guys want to start out with before we hit the plugs? No. Nothing? Let's go. Okay. Let's right. go. <laughs> let's, let's get this going. Okay. So, this podcast is brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products fattyzmuskie.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Someone's pouring a drink. It's just on. it. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear all of that. So, uh,. But it's not going to derail me because I'm a professional broadcaster now. So you can find our baits not only on our website, but also at Muskie Tackle Online. Aaron has a great selection of the standard color baits, and he has a low—I'm trying to think how I want to say this. It's a low dollar amount for free shipping, and that's great for, you know, muskie baits, you know, you—, you it don't take much to hit 75 bucks and that's where Aaron hits his free shipping. And he has a whole bunch of the the standards that you would find in in many of these muskies guys tackle boxes. So it's not only AZ base. He has, but he has a whole bunch of other stuff. So be sure to check out Aaron's selection at muskie tackle online, but you also have Jeff. If you want something a little bit more, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to say not standard, but to me, I think they're, you know, I think they're all beautiful because I paint them, but, um, I Even the ones I don't like, like Fire Tiger. That's um, all well, it works. It doesn't. Work. Unfortunately, I don't like painting it. So, check out his exclusive colors at Team Rano Outdoors. The rod holders. Getting a lot of questions as of recent. You know, setting up boats and this and that. I mean, I I'm working with a guy right now. He is... I'm not gonna. I'm not just disclose his location, but literally, I'm getting text messages with tape measures held up against his gunnel, and where his track is, and this and that. And we're working on a solution there. I have no problem doing something that's you know tailored to fit your needs.
1: Not custom.
0: Did you notice how <laughs> I went around that?
1: Yeah, I know you brought that. You found that word tailored. You had to think about that.
0: I I paused Before a theory. little bit, but I I went pretty <laughs> smooth. So.
1: Almost. We can customize
0: it, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's part of, you know, I feel like what's needed if you're setting up a boat because there's, oh gosh, how many different kinds of boats are there? There's a lot. And there's so many options and you're sometimes trying to adapt to different things. And, you know, if give, give me a shout. I'll give you an honest assessment and we'll try to figure something out. So I guess after that, I'm done talking about AZ stuff.
1: Let's talk about Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Give us a call. Vance and I are ready, going to be ready to go here come uh, last Saturday in June. I'm going to be doing a little bit of fishing in Pennsylvania, uh, or last Saturday in May. There you Yeah. I'm going to be doing a little bit of fishing in May, late April, early May down here in Pennsylvania, so... Uh, looking forward to it i didn't get to do any this year because my boat was not ready but uh looking forward to getting out and doing some pennsylvania fishing uh guys did really well the guys that did it i was out once and got some fish so yeah give us a call we are booking some trips already so if you know when you're coming and you have a vacation scheduled for a week or a couple days or whatever you want to get on the books with vance or i give us a call sooner rather than later, to make sure we can fit you in to our schedules.
2: Nice. Vic Sports Center uh, in Kent, Ohio. Check them out. It's winterization time. It's boat buying time, really. Uh, Get your orders in now uh, so you have your boats for the spring. Um, But check them out. Great service. Uh, Great people. They're fishermen that set up boats. Um, they do Starcraft, Starwelds, and the Ranger boat uh, that Todd and I fished out of this year. We love it. Big shout out to Ranger. Thank you for po- sponsoring this podcast as well.
0: St. Croix rods, best rods on earth. You know, who doesn't need another fishing rod? Vance, do you need another fishing rod?
2: I do. You know, I'm always, <laughs> you did need some. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I got. I got Todd's uh, spares all cleaned up and ready to hand nice. back to him. Like
0: so. when you clean them up, do you just like kind of put them in the lake and give them a rinse?
2: Yeah, funny. Uh, <laughs> I did that. I did that a little too much, so I I just did it in the garage here recently.
0: Nice. So, so you, you where would you look if you wanted to buy some new rods?
2: Saint Croix uh, Rods USA, Saint Croix com.
0: Look at that! Vance is on top of it, even when I put him on the spot. <laughs> Excellent. So, big thanks, Saint Croix Rods. Todd, how's Muskie's Zinc treating you these days?
1: Muskie Zinc is great. Being that it's that we're going to be doing a little bit of a hunting podcast, we're going to change this around. It's going to be up, up, yo, yo, bang, bang. Oh, uh, new <laughs> lyrics. Get a couple gunshots in there. Yeah. Check out your local chapter. They got them all throughout the country. Uh, Muskie's Inc., very important to be a member. They do a lot of work. The local chapters do a lot of work. Being a member of the main organization helps those local chapters. You've uh, got the power to talk to people, and, you know, you can talk with the other clubs, see what other clubs have done. Just get involved. Get involved with your local chapter. It keeps the muskie fishery going. Helps with stocking. Helps with so many things. You got the muskie magazine. Comes out bi-monthly. You can get onto the computer. Look at the lunge log. It's just, they have so much to offer. Very low cost. Cost of a bait nowadays. Yearly membership. Uh, Family memberships can be fun. You know, my daughter gets out with me just a couple times a year. She sends a couple fish and, you know first thing she says is i can enter that into the tournament right
3: yeah <laughs> you can't
1: so you know we we do all that there's just a lot of stuff it that helps get you know the kids enjoy that stuff too uh sending stuff in and you know getting a little plaque or a, even a little you know certificate about their release uh they do that at our chapter like the awards banquet usually in march but every chapter is a little different but do are They have so much stuff going on. I think it's very important. Anyone who's into muskie fishing really cares about the fishery and the sport. Shame not to be a member of Muskie Bank.
0: And I'm just going to give a little quick update on, like, the stuff I see on, you know, our local chapter, Three Rivers. Um, You know, just the other day they posted up something on Facebook that they had uh, donated a couple Pittsburgh Penguins tickets that were going to, you know— more or less, you know, go to a donation of that. So, you know, neat things like that can pop up and, you know, if you have active members, you can have cool things, you know, opportunities. You know, if you were going to buy tickets anyway, why not buy them from here? They're donated and that's going to be helping out the muskies. So, you know, neat things like that that could just pop up. So, that was really really neat um, to see that kind of stuff. And I don't know, just kind of giving a little teaser there. So, Big thanks, Muskie Inc. Um, I, I'm going to wrap this thing up real quick. Show season um, coming up. oh my gosh, like in a month. Yeah, we will be a little bit more than a month. We're going to be in Columbus, Ohio, at the Ohio Muskie Show. Greg Thomas, Tony Grant, they put that one on. Uh, what? How many years in a row now is that for us? Five. That will be probably about that. Yeah, about five. This will be our yeah, around there. In a row, mm-hmm. we'll be there smiling. I'm going this year, so if anyone wants to cook some food, um oh, yeah. you know, like you guys got catered to last year, and I had to stay home. Which, hey, I I know. Didn't think
1: you would have eaten, Andy. Hey,
0: yeah. Guess what? It was the thought that counts. It's, yeah, that's right. Because I was the Terminator the week before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> terminator boat yeah. or whatever that yeah. was.
2: <laughs> anybody wants to bring some food? Those little uh, oatmeal protein peanut butter balls were uh oh yeah. They were money. So anybody out there listening wants to bring those. Go ahead.
0: All right. I if that if those actually show up, I'll I will say thank you very nicely, but I probably you guys are right. I probably would not yeah, eat those. I you're not,
2: get, I you're not You got to try it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't try
0: it. I'm gonna tell you, I'm not a big peanut butter fan. Like, I'm just, I'm picking off exactly what you just said. But you know, I like PB and J. But like, you get like a peanut butter granola bar. No, thank you. That's just, I don't know, something about it. It Man. could be because I have a peanut allergy and it'll kill me. But no, like, no that's it, not. It. No, no, that's not it at that's all, not all. But true. I just needed to get the. I gotta get the attention off me. So that's not true. Right. Um, no, I have no allergies that I know of. So. Anyways, um, so we'll be there. And then a month later, we're going to be at the Columbus Fishing Expo. We're going to be getting more details as that gets a little bit closer. But we're going to be sharing a booth with Muskies, Inc. there. And then in March, we're going to be at the uh, Muskie Max. And I still don't know where it's at. So if you guys know, help me out.
2: South Point. It's at South Point. Yeah, South
0: Point. Is that close to South Park? No. No. Okay, so
1: Vance and I may be attending some other shows. We're gonna we we'll, we're gonna see where where that goes. Some other boat shows, working with Vix, maybe that would be fun.
0: Ooh, that would be fun.
1: Yeah, we just got to see what ones we're gonna do and how that's gonna work, work out. But uh,
0: very interesting. Not
1: looking for not looking forward to show season, but sort of am. It is kind of nice to get out and.
0: <laughs> well, the <laughs> thing people. that I'm looking at now is like I'm I'm on the cusp of having to put on the mask and pick up the brush again trying to, mm-hmm. to wrap some stuff up before the Ohio show and it was well if
1: you if you would get a buck maybe maybe
0: well we might find something. out we'll later talk about
1: that later yeah
0: but uh, <laughs> you said a buck meaning 1 yeah anyway <laughs> yeah. so um i mean it's i had a really nice break like this is like I'm gonna say the first time since you know we did the base that I said I'm just shutting it down for, for archery and and rifle season mm-hmm. for deer season just to take a break. You know I still was shipping in stock colors and rod holders and stuff, but to not be completely you know consumed with the uh, airbrushing and the finishing and all the stinky parts of stuff. It was it was it was nice, but it's coming to an end. So, anyways.
2: Well,
0: well, well, no, <laughs> it's. It's going to give me a purpose now because there's times I'm like, I'm not stinking that place up. And I'm like, I'm just going to kind of go sit here and I don't know, look at the TV for a half hour. And then the kids are going to come destroy the house. And then I got to put it back together. Yeah. So, all right. If you guys had to choose, I'm hitting you cold with this one. This is our one of two. I'll just, I'll just address this real quick. We are going to kind of go out of order on how we're going to be doing these hunting podcasts. So what we're going to be doing, we have two hunting podcasts that we're going to, that's what we want to try to limit to. We're going to, on this show, talk about our third annual first Saturday of Pennsylvania rifle hunt, where Todd comes up, Vance comes out and we're all out there hunting and just, just how the stuff plays out there and, I think there's some really good stories, and we can fill up this show nicely with it. Then after that, the next show is going to be everything else that, in, that we didn't cover on that Saturday. Uh, all the way from, I'm going to say that March, because I, I have stuff to talk about I did all summer long. Stuff that I did different. Stuff that you know a lot of these muskie fishermen, also our hunters, might open up a couple doors and options that would really be neat for them. So all the way from March up until the first Saturday of Rifle, covering up, you know, we'll be talking about at least two kills there. And then whatever happens from today, it's a Monday, through Saturday where it ends Rifle season, and then we'll just kind of collapse that all up hopefully next weekend. And that's that's how we're going to try to do this. So bear with us on the timeline, but it should be entertaining. Okay, I got that out of the way. We have... Well, you guys have to choose. Okay. If you had to choose, would you rather shoot your buck opening morning right at, you know, just very quickly, whether it's the opening day or the first five minutes, something, would you rather shoot your buck very quickly and just say, well, that was my season? Or would you rather say, I want to grind this out and get it done last minute?
1: This is the same. I was going to... If we didn't have an uh, if you had to choose, that's what I was going to say right there.
0: Well, I didn't catch you Very off guard. Cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
2: The, everyone, first, first, who knows first, me knows my answer. First, yeah. first, first light, first second, get me out of the stamp.
0: <laughs> There's I'm dedication done. right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would much rather, much rather do that. Right place, right time, done. Oh, my gosh. And then you're you're out of the stand and you have.
0: Then you can pull your hook, right your boat up and go, go? fishing, right?
2: You're, you're, yeah. Yeah. You're or ju- just like or... relax. <laughs> or just relax. Um, <laughs> you know, not wake up at four and freeze your balls off, you know. <laughs> After you've just been doing it for like six months on the water and coming off like a really like. Disgusting cold fall, and then you get to go and sit in a tree and grind it out some more. That's not that's not too fun. So I'd I'd much rather just <laughs> it's not too fun. <laughs> you know, i much rather just pull the trigger
0: quick. Well, I mean, you bring up a really really good point there because there's a different kind of a suck. I you know I had intentions to get the boat out. I talked about this on a previous show, but this fall sucked so much. I said I ain't I'm not dragging this boat out right now. But when you're out there in the fall and you're fishing and you're grinding and you're cold and it's sucky, it's a different kind of a suck. Even though it's the same weather as if you're just sitting there in a tree or wherever, we're at a ground blind, yes. whatever. Then you're out hunting. And right I, That's almost like, and if you had to choose for next week or something, but yeah, I mean, there's a certain amount of insanity you got to have for both of those.
1: There is. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, I've 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 fished before where I took a picture of this. This was years ago on my old monarch, my fourteen footer, that I was so proud to take a picture of the fish finder reading thirty three degree water temperature. And I'm like, yeah, if I fell in, I'm not coming out. It's just it's, it's it. Does you don't have that perception of danger, but it's mm-hmm. literally one trip and you're you're done. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're gone. There's there's
1: you wouldn't even want to come out.
0: I mean it's I mean you could go to a watery grave, I mean life wants yeah. to live, but yeah, exactly it's it's not it's but you're just up there, you're dry, you're you know whatever I mean, it could be sunny out, the water's still cold, and you know, I remember doing that and I got schooled really, really good that day, we didn't catch nothing, but uh, we did it um but be sitting in a tree stand, you know we've sat in I sat in some this year you know, like 20 degrees, which I know there's a lot of parts in the country that are a lot colder, but for like an archery sit in early November, that's, that's not typical weather where we're at. No. And, um, but even still, I mean, it's still like probably air temperatures are probably colder when you're hunting, but that water will zap you real quick. But anyway, so Vance wants to go bang, bang real quick. Now, Todd, what do you want to do?
1: First daylight.
0: Just get it over with.
1: Brackets on. I enjoy. I enjoy the hunting. I'm the pusher in our group. I like the walking later. I have more fun when we're doing our deer drives than I do sitting there waiting and everybody's sitting. Uh, I'll take that. I don't want to always be the first shot of the morning. Sometimes they're pretty early, but I'd go for the second
0: shot. You hear the second shot? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell Just you what. Talking about far. this Saturday, it uh, it the, the amount of shots I heard. The second shot happened very, very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a volley of <laughs> shots that didn't stop all day long. But mm-hmm. um, to be honest with you, I have no idea which one I choose, and I don't want to give too much away. But I've ex- you've done this before. I'm going to tell you what, I've done it very, very quick in proximity, twice. Yep. I mean, I've I've done it very close together two times. So I don't know which one I like better. There's, there is a feeling of satisfaction of just grinding and sticking with it and yep. then getting it done and just like looking back and saying, what a ride.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's but also my grandpa, my grandpa was he shot. I remember when I was you know growing up I was a younger younger guy, and uh he got a couple on the last day, like in the afternoon evening on the last day, and he's like that was the perfect year now he was retired, he had time he was like that was perfect. I got to hunt the whole season. I look at it as. I can fill my tag. I can still go hunting with these other
3: guys, (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. you know, but, uh, that's what he enjoyed. He enjoyed the hunt. I think I enjoy the fish more, the fishing a little more than he did, but he enjoyed the hunt. You know, he, that was his optimal season was to shoot one at like four o'clock on the last day of rifle. He wasn't into the late season bow or anything, you know, uh,
0: that's changed a lot since your grandfather was would have been able oh, to yeah. even do it yeah the equipment yeah. the the equipment and the and the clothing and all this stuff it it's completely oh, yeah it, it's different it even almost, going
1: back to when I was like in high school you know there used to be thirty thousand deer killed in Pennsylvania with a bow or something hmm now now that's tripled or or probably probably even- like quadrupled.
0: Yeah, I should it was be. like
1: a big deal to get one with a bow in the '80s, you know, because yeah,
0: you could shoot 15 yards. You know, yeah. that, that was it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, but things have changed a lot there.
0: Yeah, I guess thinking without spoiling this year's story, I'm just going to go back to 2014 real quick, and I don't even know if I've talked about this. So 2014, it was the last day of archery season. And I was hunting literally behind where my house is right now in my little tower stand. And I was having a rough year. You know, I I had at that point a two-year-old, you wouldn't say two and a half, but two-year-old. And my wife was about to pop with number two and just just sitting there. I mean, I, I hunted as much as I could, but it wasn't that much. And the last day of archery, I still had rifle and stuff, but I'm sitting there anyways out on the neighboring property, out pops a really nice shooter buck and pen, you know, shooter buck PA and it worked its way over. It took 45 minutes to work its way over. And I shot it with 15 minutes of light left and it I shot it, killed it right on my property. Essentially I'm hunting one acre. I have 10 acres, but I'm hunting one acre of it. And that was a really big deal to me that we, we, you know, we call that my fourteen buck, or we call it my Owen buck. Owen is the name of my son because four days later, my son was born. So that was neat because it happened, you know, last second hail mary, mm-hmm. Minneapolis miracle. It
1: was, was it the year before that you got?
0: It was. It was the
1: one opening morning mm-hmm. of archery. Of,
0: of no, it was. It would have been the year, after. the year after. So I ended. Okay. I punched my yeah. buck tag the last fifteen minutes of the last day of archery. Now, granted, there's still two weeks of rifle after that, but it's not yeah. that. That's not what I'm looking at here. So then the following year, 2015, I just put a nice buck on the wall in 14, 2015, just sitting there. You know, we talked about this. I think we had Baker on the show. This first sit of the first day of the archery season my my biggest buck came in at to date and i shot it 3 hour sit so yep. between shooting that buck that was probably it was probably my number 1 buck so i i bested i did personal best in 3 hours
1: yeah
0: which of course it was like 9 months 11 apart. months apart but yeah. <laughs> yeah still i mean i i did that both and and they're both satisfying in a strange way but i don't know which one i'd choose better it is nerve wracking to have to go through the whole season watching and seeing everyone else successful, <laughs> but yeah, like right
2: after first light, if I don't pull the trigger or something like that, I'm just like, damn it!
0: Oh gosh, <laughs> I, I, it's over. I I have this, you know, I think a lot of people do, but I I play around with this in my mind. Like by eight o'clock opening day, I literally think all the deer are dead. I mean, it, but it, of course it's not true, but I, I enjoy playing that game. Just, up, oh, they're all dead. It's but over. Might as well just pack it in now. Mm-hmm. So, all right. You're up
1: there. That's are going first, light. Like, get it over with. Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, yes. I'm going to tell you this. If I, I guess if I really had to choose, I would probably choose the same there because it does open up a lot of free time. And a yeah. lot of, you know, the the weight of it on your shoulders is now gone. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think people really give a crap about if you shoot a buck, if you don't, how big, how small. Yeah. Y- you tend to think they're like, oh, man, people are watching me. You know, I got to do it to, to to save, you know, save my name. Yeah. But it really do not think
2: case. I don't think of it as that. I mean, it, it's satisfying shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and get getting it done but like when you do it early it opens up for like more fun stuff to do like when I <laughs> shot early I got to like you know go on like a go hunt with Todd and like you know be a part of like a deer drive or do something like that just be in the woods and have that monkey off your back where like I really don't have to pull the yeah. trigger you know that that's, that's a lot of fun you know to to me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of stressful being out there. There is like you're just like, damn, like where is this thing? God. No, it's, no. it's nothing came through. Okay. Like then you're relying on then you're relying on natural movement throughout the day. If you're out there alone, mm-hmm. which is tough. And weather trumps everything. You know, it's raining. Oh great. They're bedded down. Like there nothing's gonna move here until like uh three forty five. And I gotta sit here and twiddle my thumbs. And uh that's where that's where it gets like uh testing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And it, but and it, like a willpower, like do I wanna stay here? It comes like j- just back to fishing. Do I wanna stay here and wait? Or do I wanna get up and move and go on to the next location? Or do I just wanna trust this? <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's a it's a beat up. And that's why mm-hmm. it's just so nice when just like, you know, when I first shot my buck when I was like an hour and a half into it, and it was just like, boom, done.
0: Woo! Sweet. <laughs> I, I remember that yeah. podcast because we, we really focused it on that. And I remember you're like, I was so excited I could throw you out the window or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I
2: was like, <laughs> I got to put you through a wall. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I just uh, grew up with the fam- like my family growing up. I mean, and I probably on my own took it to this level. It was like it was very important. I mean, it was a important thing from year to year. Get your turkey and get your buck. I mean that's what you live for, right? Yeah. That a... I I mean I did. I mean that's the way that's the way I took it. It was, you know, did you gotta get your buck every year and you gotta get a turkey every year. And uh
0: to honor your I, name. Sure. Yeah.
1: So so I'm not real picky.
3: Yeah,
0: you know, like like Homer told Bart. Um, he quoted Vince Lombardi: "If you don't win, you're out of the family." Yeah, <laughs> but that I don't think that was the true quote, but it was a Simpsons quote.
2: <laughs> if you don't win, you're out of the family. Uh, it's a funny show.
0: Okay. All right, so let's just dive into the first Saturday. Okay, so the last three years we've been—I've you know, been telling Todd to get a one B tag. That's that's the management unit that that you know we're in, and wow. Vance also lives in one B. So Todd obviously doesn't. So we all get—I'll get, get doe tags. Vance gets doe tags, and Todd will get a doe tag as well for one B. And we just come up, and it's it's a herd herd management thing that we're doing. Um, there is a very high density of deer where we're at and it it helps it, it it's it's better to have fewer doe than what we actually have so the last three years we've been doing this and this year's no exception so the only this thing was that
1: my, this was my first year for the doe tag
0: you're right but you were up yeah. here for two years prior to that with the buck.
1: yeah I, I, i've been up do some buck hunting. No, 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 no. This thing. is your
0: second year of the doe. You shot a doe last year.
1: I did. This is my second year of the doe tag, yes.
0: Okay. I wasn't completely wrong. Yeah. So, I forgot, yeah. After um, that. So, yeah, we're good. Um, but this year, you brought your father with you. Yes. So, we had, you between you and your dad, you had two doe tags. I okay. had two dough tags. Vance has two dough tags. And I don't know. I would say the weather looked perfect. We had uh-huh. probably starting out somewhere around the average of four inches of snow on the ground. It was the the weather was starting to get warmer. We we had a a pretty bad cold front come through Tuesday through Friday, maybe Thursday night, and then it started to ramp up and get a little bit warmer to where it was. Very summer-like on Sunday, but you can't hunt on Sunday in Pennsylvania. So on Saturday, it was, to me, the perfect. It wasn't really cold. You had snow. It had cloud cover, so I wasn't squinting. You know, snow and sun really sucks when you're trying to look at certain directions. And everything, everything seemed good. So we all met at my dad's, and we had a plan prior to this where people were going and where vance was going is a stand that we call the second stand the second stand is not that it's like second place it when we when we put up these towers initially we built i built two of them and we put up the one that you know takes a couple names they it's either andy's stand you know andy's rifle stand the rifle stand anything like that that's my favorite place to sit during rifle so we put that one up first and then we didn't have a good name for the second stand. So we just called it the second stand because it was the second one we put up. So it wasn't like that's, you know, second fiddle or anything like that. Um, it's just there. So Vance was going there. Todd was going into a spot we call Andy's field, which coincides with like Andy's stand, blah, blah, blah. It gets confusing. But anyways, it's a field that we plant with food plot, and there's a little bit of ag near it, and it overlooks a little river bottom. And... I went into my rifle stand and I was, you know, Vance and I walked in together. Todd went, had to go down the road and, and, and cut in and, you know, we got a group text going saying pretty much, Hey, we're all in the stand and, you know, we're just ready and whatever. And I guess, you know, I'll kind of, t- I'll I'll kind of inch this along throughout the day. So in the morning within the probably first hour and a half or so, I had I had some decent action going on. Uh, got in the stand, got the windows out, and I just happened to look over. I don't know, probably right at shooting light, and here come down like the the one path that we have is it was a spike. Oh cool, there's a little buck there, and I'm gonna stop real quick. The intention was after the beating I've been taking in Pennsylvania, of <laughs> of, of passing up deer I probably shouldn't have. And hoping to get something a little bit better, I kind of had myself convinced into shooting a doe. And Vance, what were you doing that day? What were you hunting? Doe. Vance was hunting doe. And Todd?
1: I was hunting
0: doe. And your dad was hunting? Buck or doe. Buck or doe. I was hunting buck or doe, but I kind of said, you know what? It hasn't happened yet. It ain't going to happen. Just give in, break the 2007 curse, which, you know, I don't even know if it's really a curse, but I made it, I made it up as something real a few days ago, um, which really, I guess, isn't really real, but I made it into something to joke around with. Anyways, I, had a, I, I put myself that I had a curse since 2007 as that was the last time in Pennsylvania I shot a buck with a rifle. I've shot a handful of them with a bow. In between then and now but i don't know i was trying to make something so that's what that was meant and so vance you could not sit all day you had prior obligations that would get you out of the stand at what time around two o'clock around two o'clock so you had essentially four five six hours Mm -hmm. six seven hours to try to put some dough on the ground Mm -hmm. Todd, you, you had all day, but if you guys, if you would have punched those tags, you might've left early. No reason to sit around. And me, it was, it was my day to hunt, so I could, I could do whatever. And, um, so that's, that's kind of where we're at is I trying to, I struggled with it all day. I was saying, I'm just going to shoot some dough early because it's, it's a long day. So here comes this spike. I'm like, oh, look at that. I could have shot you, but I can't shoot you because of antler point restrictions. And not that I would want to shoot it anyway. Nothing wrong with a spike, but I just don't want to shoot it. It goes off. And then, gosh, what happened next? I had like a four point come in. And it just, this, this hodgepodge of small bucks started cruising around me. And I mean, one of them was a decent buck. It, it was, I, I'm going to call it a five point, but it was like a mainframe six and that it, it may or may not have had a brow on the one side, but it was nice. It was, I'm going to probably say a 14, 13, 14 inch spread, maybe four or five inch G2s on it. Not big brows, but for a, you know, it was big for what some people would call a scrub buck. And I watched him for a good long time. And I did see some doe and I just couldn't get a shot at them. So all the deer that I could have a shot at in the first hour or so of the day were bucks that I couldn't shoot. And I saw like eight, eight or nine doe real quick. It was like, I had like 13. I saw like 13 deer pretty quickly. All the doe that I would have shot, no shots. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, hopefully anyone else is, is, you know, doing better. So you know for the first couple hours of the day what you know todd what was your first couple hours
1: yeah i mean uh, we we saw one when we got into the stand on the horizon behind us that we could not shoot at and uh that was our first few hours
0: so todd was on the board with one i was up to 13 <laughs> and and vance did you have any action early
2: i did I did. I you know set it I up got, for us. Uh,
0: Tell us the whole story.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well. So I'm. I really want to shoot doe. Uh, but today, but let me day. guess.
0: They're just throwing themselves at you since day one of your hunting. The day you picked up a rifle in 2015. How many? How many doe? Just just lay it on the line. Zero. <laughs> zero. 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 Okay, so how many I, deer have you shot? Uh, six. Okay. Do you want to break down those six deer? like? Yeah, real quick.
2: <laughs> the first one I shot was was a nine point. Uh, and I was in like this, like Michael Myers Halloween outfit because it was the first time I went uh, hunting. And uh, I did it in like an hour and a half. So it was awesome. And then, set. And then the second one, the second. Okay, then the second one, the year after that, I went out and it was like second archery. Correct. And there were dough in front of me, and I shot like directly, like ninety degrees into the dirt. It was terrible. <laughs> and so, and and like the, it, it was a doe. It was a dough. And I just bit the shot terribly, <laughs> and the the snow pal was illuminated with this illuminated knock. and then, uh, like, thirty seconds later, you know, we cocked the bow, and then this other deer appears, and I just pulled up and shot, boom, done. That was a that was a buck that shedded shed with shed, it shed antlers, <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's two bucks, um, <laughs> and then. Last year, or er, yeah, wait. Last year. Oh my God! Yeah, last year was insane. Um, <laughs> this sounds so bad. You, you, you well, What, what so did bad. we say? I know. I was like, I was like, where's? I was like, where? How am I coming up with six? But so. uh <laughs> <last year. laughs> last year the first one was great it was my first archery
0: you you had a one sit you had like a three hour sit prior to this but it was your first that's right yeah so this was your third time out with a bow and what happened on the third time out
2: i uh that's like when i when i got in the stand and there was like a, a real big one in front of me it was before shooting light and i was all like giddy and excited and uh, I ended up moving away from that stand and, like, kicking that deer up again, and there was a bunch of movement. But so I get in this other stand, uh, Andy's rifle stand, um, and I actually grunt this really nice nine-point in. You know, it responded to me, and I kept my cool, and I killed the thing, and it was awesome. Uh, And so I was on cloud nine about that. It was was great.
0: Okay, so your your third... archery sit has put two bucks on the ground for you. Uh-huh. So you, you struck gold on number one, a three-hour sit, you got blanked, and then you knocked down a nine-point on number three.
2: Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Okay. With a shit ch- antler buck in between.
0: <laughs> That's right.
2: Yes. Okay, And then we go to Whitetail Heaven, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep.
2: And I got a really nice 10 point on the second, second day. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was like the best shot I've ever taken. It was really cool. i take a lot of really good shots when I don't think about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just like (laughs) when it's just like, boom, boom, it's, you know, really, really nice shots. Um, but like, I can't, I can't look through the scope too long i just get (laughs) terrible but uh so then uh, i'm sitting there and i'm i'm tagged out and they're they're like well go doe hunting or something you know that's not a good idea for me (laughs) and uh so i go out doe hunting and and for this company that's like do not you know if you shoot a small buck you're paying a million dollars because (laughs) you know They have interest restrictions. Well, my dumbass goes out and I shoot a freaking button button. (laughs) butt. I was like, I just wanted to stay in. You know, I just wanted to stay in. I didn't. I just wanted to leave, and I had to stay here and shoot a button button." (laughs) butt. You know, but it was all good. You know, Whitetail Heavens uh, is a great place. And they were just like, it's cool, dude. Don't worry about it. You're a stand-up guy. And I was like, you know, I think they just kind of like felt bad for me. <laughs> uh, you know? <laughs> so.
0: Then. So then you come I back come to home. PA with a, with a dough tag in your pocket. I have a dough tag in my pocket.
2: And it's like. Do you is want it, to talk is about? Is it the first? Is it the first Saturday? This was it the was the f- first Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was the first It was the first Saturday last year, and it's when Todd shot his doe. Well, yeah. when Todd shot his doe, I had shot a second earlier. The only thing was, I shot like a mile over the deer <laughs> because. I, I was looking at it for, like, 50 million, like, seconds because I'm trying to see if it's a button buck or a doe. And I'm looking at it, and I'm, like, <laughs> I was texting Andy. I'm, like, what crosshair should I use? This thing's, like, 300 yards away, you know? He's, like, the third one. And I'm just, like, okay. And I shoot, and, like, it's it, like, skyrockets all the way up into New York State. It was so <laughs> off and the deer just kind of like walks away we're like what the hell is that you know the, and then like seconds later Todd shoots and of course kills a doe Action, an actual doe and uh so I'm sitting there throughout the rest of the day and uh Andy's like there's deer coming up your way pay attention and I'm like okay great and uh
0: I sound really mean <laughs> in text there messages a- don't I <laughs>
2: There were you
0: were
3: there were do
1: everywhere last last year on the first Saturday.
0: Yeah,
2: and I remember as clear as day. I was looking out into this field that I had just like skyrocketed a bullet somewhere, and a deer comes out, and it's getting late, and I'm actually leaving for vacation, like on Saturday, the next or on Sunday, the next day. And so this deer comes out like right in front of me and it is like 30 feet in front of me. And I'm like, okay, there it is. But I'm really like self-conscious about this. I'm like, God, is that a doe or is it a button buck? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I haven't spent that much time in the woods. A lot of people could be like, yeah, like, of course I know what a button buck is and what a doe is. It's like, you know, pike and muskie and all that shit. But, I just, I just don't know, and stuff happens so quickly at this at this time. I just want to, you know, I'm like, okay, there it is. I gotta, I gotta get going here because I gotta get this thing and whatever. And you know, I think I'm like the last person to shoot. And anyway, the thing starts like quartering away from me and like going down a hill, and I shoot the damn thing like in the guts, (laughs) and. It, it runs off, like, a freaking mile away, like, onto the neighbor's property, <laughs> like, runs into a tree, and I walk up to it, and the thing has a penis, and I'm just like, you've got to be effing kidding me right now. I'm like, you've got to be effing kidding me, and, and, the, these, the nubs, like, grew, because you could have European mounted the thing, <laughs> it was so it was so terrible and I, and I sit in there gutting things so that was my that was my sixth buck <laughs> my and it was a button buck and
0: uh no. you know this year <laughs> D- granted i'm gonna i'm gonna clarify this that was you would use your antlerless tag on that but we're just going with the fact that vance has not shot a deer that has female plumbing on it yet so that's yeah. that's where we were going with that so Okay. Okay, so oh, man. you you have you have this like six in a row streak going. So you would think that it's just going to be lights out now. You know what you're looking for and what happens.
2: It's right, Saturday, boom. I get in the stand and uh there is like it's like 6:45. It's kind of blue out, but I can see movement. And I'm just kind of sitting there. And, um, I look behind me and there's a single deer and all throughout this hunting season, I'm looking and paying more close attention, uh, and trying not to, to make the mistake. Um, so I'm like, man, that that was like, okay, there's a deer. I really can't tell right now, but the deer was kind of looking through me. Um, and I was like, what the hell is that thing looking at? It wasn't paying attention to me. It was paying attention to something behind me, behind my stand. I turn around and I look. And the way this second stand is, um, the way it's set up in the woods is there's, you get in the stand, out in front, there's kind of, you could say, like an opening patch. It's a complete circle with an old dead stump in the middle of it. And some light can come down through there. So it's a very blue, like moon style. Uh, coloring and then off to the left and right are some hemlocks um, and out in front there's some more like scrub brush and and, and things like that so the hemlocks are are really nice and the deer feel safe in there well so this doe is looking in this opening this circular opening that's kind of lit blue in them i turn around and i look and there's this really big big deer and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's a nice buck. And I'm looking at it, and I put the scope up on it, because I grabbed the gun immediately. It was a shooter. just from It was a shooter from, like, in this twilight period, and you can see the uh, time length on it, and you're just like, yeah, that's a big body buck. I put the scope up on it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm counting one, two, one, two, one, two. There, it, there wasn't three up on either side. I was looking at a big giant illegal six point. So I was kind of bummed about that. Um,
0: well, when I, when and- I say like when Vance says big giant illegal six point, you know, it, it kind of has brows. I've had photos of this deer, but Todd, what would you say? Six, seven inch G2s on it. Yeah. Big, big bases. I mean, to me, it's, it's a, it's probably the biggest, you know six point i've ever seen it's mm-hmm. it's a giant giant six it's
3: probably point. it's
0: probably
2: the six point we were seeing last year it, it was big
0: yes it was,
2: it was just like i couldn't believe it and i'm sitting i was sitting there trying to like make a third one appear but it just it wasn't happening mm-hmm. and i i remember andy had the, had that on camera after all this stuff happened i said i was like This is a deer I saw. Can you believe that? But so after I saw that, I kind of like turned my attention back to the doe and it's still not shooting light yet comfortably, especially in those hemlocks. Mm -hmm. And I kind of have like, I kind of have the scope on it because I want to get this done quick. And, you know, that makes too much sense that there's this deer looking skittish and there's this big giant buck looking right at it. That makes me think that this thing is probably a doe. And so I have it like, I have it on the, on the, uh, <clears throat> on the doe in, in between, you know, by the trees of, of where this, this doe's hiding out. And the buck kind of just takes like this, like beeline for, and they both kind of go off. And I never see him again. So that's what happened <clears throat> in the first couple minutes of me being in that stand. Um, which was, which was, uh, a big shock. And then, like, an hour goes by and, all I'm seeing. I see two button bucks come in and bed down like right in front of me, and I know they're button bucks. I'm paying attention heavily,
0: which you, sucks. Vance texted me, <laughs> and like it didn't make sense because his palms were so sweaty that he was like <laughs> slurring the text words. <laughs> I, like,
2: I want to shoot these things, <laughs> <laughs> but but so so they they bed down right right in front of me, like five feet. And there's deer walking all around but there's spikes. Um the one was what you could call was a, a four point, it was like probably had like an eight inch spread, but two big Ys. Um and and they were all frickin' bucks.
0: So it was a sausage fest around you? Yes.
2: They were all bucks and um uh, it it uh Ended. I had to get out of the stand early, you know, too, and I was really disappointed because uh, I wanted to get it done that day. I wanted to shoot a doe, and I'd been seeing doe as I hunted uh, a couple days, like you know, the rifle opener, and I think we hunted like okay. the next day and yeah. Stuff so
0: like Monday that. was the rifle opener, the yeah. Monday after Thanksgiving advance. How many how many deer did you see?
2: Oh gosh, I saw like thirty on the first. I saw like thirty each day.
0: Right. So what, what happened was oh, yeah. is that Vance hunted the opening day, saw like 30. Th- then he hunted the next day, the Tuesday, and mm-hmm. he saw equal, you know, equally as many. And I, and I know that the number was higher than 30, but 30 is a good mm-hmm. number. And then you went and hunted Saturday. Yeah. And then how many did you see before you had to leave at 2 o'clock?
2: Like a dozen.
0: Okay. And it was just sausage fest the whole time.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so that's that's Vance's thing in a nutshell. The illegal giant buck pushed away his doe, and then it was just all these males around him. Mm-hmm. Todd, what happened for, for from you? You know, from mm-hmm. let's just say nine o'clock to two thirty.
1: Yeah, we we had a long set, and we were going to. Uh, we saw one deer, which I thought was a button buck come into our field ran through got down into the hemlocks i could have shot it but i was i was trying to figure out whether what it was i had a couple seconds to shoot a couple times and i didn't want to do it and you know it was working its way up through the bottom i thought and i had my dad all set up my dad was shooting at this point i did not have a buck tag dad had both so uh they were trying to get my dad up his dough and uh i said oh Go, you know put the gun over here i think it's going to come through i'm looking through binoculars and it it goes into the hemlocks and i can't see it anymore and i'm i'm thinking it's going to pop out and i was going to quickly try to identify what it was and tell him shoot or no shoot he doesn't want to shoot a button buck either you know uh we're, we're trying to get those off the property at your place right now mm-hmm. so uh i as i'm looking through the binoculars where i'm hoping it comes there's a little trail which I saw. I I know the trails there because I saw uh, Vance a couple years ago walking back and forth across the trail looking for the stand. Yeah, I suck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: no. But I look and I I saw its legs going up. I was like, Dad, it went up. It went up one that upper trail. Uh, that was that was it. No, Vance has gone at two. Andy sends me a text. Hey, you could go over and jump into Vance's stand, or, you know, we we had really seen two deer. One at the crack of dawn, and that one. But, uh, you know, Dad and I are comfortable. He, my dad's never hunted out of a stand like that, like a hot stand, you know? So, you know, we we uh, we decide... Um, the whole time, it, it comes back to what Vance said earlier. You know, do you move? Do you stick with the plan? Do you stick with what you do? And I'm like, I can't believe a doe is going to come into our range here for my dad. I don't care if I get one or not. I got lots of deer, mm-hmm. uh, but something's going to come here. There's no way you can sit here all day and nothing happened. Well, you know, it gets to like right about three and, uh, we're, we're a little chilly and it's like, okay, let's make the move. Let's go over to that other stand. You know, the year before I was in Vance's stand, which I forgot about that, that, yeah, it's the second stand, and there was dough everywhere, and I got one easily, and, you know, there was lots of them around to shoot all day. I shot l- later in the afternoon, so, I'm like, let's go. Close everything up. Everything's loaded up. Honestly, grabbing the handle to get out of the stand, I looked over, and like, oh, my gosh, Dad, look. Here comes here comes one coming down through the field. Dad slides the window open, naked eye. Now, it, it, it by the time it... I don't have to get binoculars out. It's ten yards away, and I'm like, it's a it's a doe, it's a big doe. Go ahead and shoot, you know. So it does its thing, and it but it's it, it he can't shoot. He's looking out the front, and it goes out, and he uh, angles down over the hill a little bit, and yeah, he shoots. We get we get our doe. Or Just, we were gonna leave?
0: Just I mean, but that happens. That happens a lot in a lot I of things, because like for, for people that don't know, we put up a lot of towers. Not all the towers are really tall. Uh, Todd and his dad were in one that I love early season archery. It's four feet off the ground, but it's a, it's a six foot by eight foot hut with big, humongous, giant windows. Like the most viewing you can have with a roof still over your head. So, you know, you need something to support the roof. And so that's what he meant by sliding the windows. So literally as you're grabbing the handle, walk out of this carpeted, you know, hunting blind, a a deer comes running in. you guys shoot it. Boom. Dead. Yeah. Punched one tag. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, of course, you know, we're close enough to each other that we, we know when each other shoot Mm -hmm. and, you know, just like, well, what's happening. Yes,
1: and 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 I know you 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 go into the hunt with some pressure. Like,
0: oh my gosh, the monkey was because, so much on my back that day.
1: Because <laughs> you said, <laughs> said the, the only text was like, "Please tell me that was you, guys." I said, "Yes, we got one."
0: Yeah, I did say that. I said, so, "Please tell me that was you."
1: Please
3: <laughs> tell me that was <laughs> you.
0: Because you know, like fun. the prior years, it was just. You know, and there's still a lot of deer on the prop. I mean, there's still tons and tons of deer, but the year prior, they just seemed to be running around dads more. Yeah. And Vance was in a spot that I thought that he was going to have two down by nine o'clock. You guys were Mm -hmm. in a spot that I'm like, you know, it's going to happen, but no one has ever really put an all dayer in rifle in this stand. Mm -hmm. And it's sitting there. I'm like, what's that?
1: I went there the first time three three years ago, right? You said no, never hunted Darren rifle. Two
0: thousand sixteen. You know, and you shot a buck. Shot a buck early. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And I didn't see any dose. but I was only there till eight o'clock.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. And
1: but yeah, I mean you, you just think they're going to come through. So at that point, now we got one down. My dad never even got out of stand. I said, fill out your tag. Fills out the tag. I take the tag. I go over, grab the deer, bring it over. We got it over to the side, behind the stand to get it out of the field, and put the tag on it. Jump back in. And I was like, okay. Now we'll see if another one comes.
0: Yeah. So now and you're uh, sta- you're staying put.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, I'm, we're not going to move now. The deer's laying right here, and uh, we're good. Evening's coming, and
0: yeah. So here, so that that's to that point, and. Mm-hmm. but why don't you just finish up your evening
1: yeah so the evening comes and we're sitting there talking a little bit we got our dad got his deer looked down i see some legs coming through the hemlocks and like up oh, there they come dad i uh slide the slide a window open a little which this is all different to me too i'm <laughs> not really <laughs> hunted out of these huts that much but uh it was nice uh flew the window open here comes a couple deer jump out into the corner of the field and uh there's a real big one in the back it's the biggest deer I'm like well that's a nice big deer and put the scope on that one and it's a buck and it's a buck like chasing this one doe i'm like okay so that's a mature doe for sure they're a little further from, it's a little hard to tell at this distance whether it's a button buck doe but like he is like chasing this doe uh she's squatting down i'm like yep that's the one i want so they run around and i'm looking i Get, get my dad on them and you see the buck yeah i see the buck it's not a legal buck for our area and i'm um, like check it out make sure there's no other bucks coming and so we wait a little bit and it's out there and they're chasing each other around buck goes back in the woods those um, i'm concentrating on this one because i'm at this point i'm 99 sure it's a nice mature doe and uh she comes out quarters away a little bit boom i'm trying not to shoot them through the shoulders because i do the butchering so i do a lung shot. Boom. Do the shot. And, uh, you know, with these high five rifles, it just goes right through. So I do the, do the, do the lung shot and the deer takes off running. Now it's running out through the field. Now I got a nice backdrop and everything. Uh, I like put the gun down and I'm watching, watching, she's just running normally. And my dad says, I think you missed. Um, when he said, I, he thought I missed for some reason, you know, I put the safety back off and shot again when she was running out through the field. And
3: what happened like then? Three,
1: yeah, she did about three cartwheels and landed on her back. And I was like, "Well, I got her that time, I know." And uh, I both—I I hit her both times. I should have never shot the second time, but I'm not used to having somebody sit with me. You know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you were confident on your first shot.
1: I was confident on the first shot, but she was just running, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the lung shot, even with those high-powered rifles, sometimes, you know, just running
0: normal. And, uh, it messes with you, doesn't it?
1: It does, because I can see it all. I'm used to hunting in the wood. I haven't hunted a field in a long time. Like my older hunting days, when that doe, I, I would have already shot that deer, like it would have never even got as far as it went. Cause I would have reloaded and shot again. I mean, it was like, it's doe season, get your doe, Boom, boom, boom. You shoot till they're down, you know? Uh, yeah. So it, it was kind of fun. I haven't shot it like a deer on a dead run for a long time because we're either shooting it. I'm either trying to figure out if it's a legal box that I can shoot or it's a, a doe and I, Stole my tag on a nice easy shot because you have two weeks to do it, and there it is right there. Shoot it. So it was kind of neat to shoot one running. So, I, mean, I guess I can still hit him. sometimes.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> you guys got that. You know that's all taken care of. We got them done. Got and him done. you're just going to yeah. say, well, it's close enough to dark. We're just going to camp out here till the end yeah. of the day.
1: Dad is dad's still buck hunting, and it's I shot my deer at like four. Did the same thing. Went got it. Dragged it over. Got it out, got it out of the field, and uh, like, oh, we'll, we'll just buck hunt the last hour. You know, at this point, it's not like I'm going to go drag these deer back to the road and go get the truck. Because Andy's like, you know, we got a machine; we'll come down and get them.
0: Yeah, there's no point in.
1: So, blowing are no it use of doing all that. Uh, so yeah, dad, would you rather drag down,
0: two deer or sit on these really nice chairs?
1: Yeah, sit on these chairs and wait for the. <laughs>
0: The sun to go down
1: side by side to come. Yep, come to yeah
0: All right. So, like Todd mentioned, I had so I had some pressure going into this, and you know, even though I shouldn't, I feel as though I'm a little bit obligated to show a a good time, and it, it added more pressure with your dad being there, because I'm sure that you know. There was at least some talk, you know, of like, oh, there's a lot of deer here, this and that. and yes. as He came
1: back from Florida to hunt yeah, with us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. sitting here. I'm like, man, it's it's nice to sit in that stand, isn't it? You know, you guys yeah. are comfy. <laughs> you know, just trying to <laughs> really sugarcoat like this cares. thing up as you guys are as you're just taking a beating. And yeah. so I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, crap. I don't know what the heck's going on with Vance because... You know, there wasn't a whole lot of texting from Vance, and I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, at at times, I'm like, you alive? And you're just like, bucks. That's all I'm seeing are (laughs) bucks. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, it it was funny there, and he had to leave, and then Todd, you know, they get two on the ground. I'm like, well, that's a relief. You know, Todd drove, you know, a considerable more, a longer distance to, to get up here and do that, and I know Vance can hunt a few more days, and so... I was a little
1: taste of the guiding, uh, mentality there, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, yeah, I get,
0: you I can get anything about it. No. And I was almost like, man, I should probably just go like, not tell them and just do these little drives to them. Be like, you know, it'd be like you guys like look that way and you hook a muskie on and just flop it in the water. Like, you got one. Yeah. You got one. Yeah.
3: There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's in that live well over there? Nothing. Don't look in that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't look Don't open that.
0: Yeah. And uh, so, anyways, I'm I'm relieved. So, as my day went on, and you know, I, I I've told this story, and I I'm gonna gonna say it the way I've told it to to other people that I've, I've is that Saturday it was it was just it was it was it was beating me up because. You know, I saw 13 real quick. I thought this was going to be easy. I was like, I'm going to be the first one to, you know, to to get some deer down because of the numbers. You know, Todd's like, "Yeah, I've seen one." Vance is like, "There's just bucks everywhere." And I'm like, I'm just going to get this down. I'm going to prime the pump and then all of a sudden it's going to break free. Now, my dad, my dad and he had his friend with him. They were in a stand close to me. They did get they did punch their tags on 3 doe. And uh you know, the family friend, he got two, dad got one. They were in a stand that's a little bit, it's where Vance had talked about shooting that last button buck. It, it It's a stand that literally watches a field that's extremely long, very, very well planted in food with thick cover. It's, it's like, it's a gauntlet, but be prepared to take some really far shots if you need to. But you, there's... You can also have some close, but that's one like you're guaranteed to see deer there, but you're not guaranteed to have a good, easy shot. So they got theirs done and they, they had left and they took theirs to the butchers. So at this point it was, and then Vance had to leave at the same time they left. So there was a brief period for maybe an hour or so that it was just Todd, his father and myself hunting. And we have one, two three, four, four elevated enclosures. And we also have another hard ground blind that isn't completely, it, it's set up, but we need some attention. So, but anyway, so that's when, you know, I'm like, Hey, Vance is out of the stand. If you guys want to make a move, make a move. We have other towers. We could get just shifted around. And it, you know, you heard Todd's story. So during this, I would occasionally see deer. I would just say from like, Eight thirty, nine o'clock, all the way till about three thirty. I saw, oh, here's a group of four that flashed by out of this, you know, through this little pocket over here. I'm like, well, there's no shots there. Oh, here's five more. They just ran it five million yards away, and I'm just like, you know, I'm seeing deer, and, and people are, I'm like, people are like, oh, you're you're complaining about seeing all these deer. I hunted and didn't see a deer. I'm like, yeah, well, not seeing a deer and seeing all the deer I'm seeing, the end result's the same. You have no shots. So th- there's a frustration of being able to see them but not catch them. It's like getting a bunch of follows and not getting them to convert. Uh-huh. It's almost uh-huh. better just to take the skunk than just just to you know go back and say, well, I we had 20 follows today. Yeah, well, your result was the same as mine, and I sat on the couch. So, um, so I'm sitting there, and then, I don't know, right around 3.30, and I'm just like, man, I just... I just hope to get a shot at something and next thing you know, I'm going to describe how this stand sits and I'm going to use, I'm going to use the face of a clock. So if you walk in, you climb up this ladder, you walk through this man door, six foot by eight foot. It's so when you walk through the door, it's six foot across to the other wall and then it's eight foot left to right. Straight in front of you, I'm going to call that 12 noon. And then 90 degrees to my right, three o'clock directly behind me is six and you know, straight off to the left is nine. It's like a dial of a clock. It's easier to to describe how this stuff's going on. So I'm looking, and at nine o'clock is my absolute favorite. I could look at this every second of hunting season, my favorite shooting lane ever. And I was looking down that most of the day. I concentrate my attention there and next podcast i'll explain why it's it was always my favorite but why it's so much more my favorite this year than previous years and i was trying with my mind to make deer appear there but they were appearing everywhere else but there and when you're you're counting change um <laughs> they were they were coming everywhere than than where i wanted and it's really when you have a 360 view, you get tired mentally looking and squinting and did something move here. And there were some monkey vines that we had cut that would blow in the wind that would freak me out because it'd show movement up on this hill. And there were two of them, and they just kept messing with me throughout the day. So finally, I'm. Is like,
2: that the shooting lane that I shot my buck three years ago I of?
0: No. No. Okay. That that shooting lane would have been like a, I'm going to say like four o'clock, five o'clock, if, if, <clears> if <throat> you guys can keep that. So yeah. looking out at nine o'clock, and I'm just like, man, something's got to happen. And then on the right side of this shooting lane, now this shooting lane is also a stripped food plot. There's some beach brush, some young growth beach that's pretty dense. And I just see some of like what look like these little tree trunks moving. And I'm like, well, there's a deer. And, you know, I grab my binos and I look and I'm like, oh, there's more than one, you know, this and that. And they're, you know, picking their heads up and down and they're, they're just doing deer stuff. And I'm watching them. I'm like, okay, they entered, they're starting to get on the edge of this, this, this line, you could call it, like in the shooting lane. I'm like, well, here we go. And I, I grabbed the gun and I'm, I'm really like, man, I, I could probably hide this and say I never saw these deer because I really don't want to shoot a doe. But on the other hand, it's it's the it's our annual doe hunt. And I should <laughs> shoot a doe. And then I'm like I'm well, the
1: only one that is connected on the annual doe hunt, I'll let you know.
0: Yes. Yes. And and and, and, and you're the two time champion too. Um so I'm looking at this and I'm just like I'm 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 seriously having a really in hard internal struggle right now. I grab the gun, and I pick it up, and I'm like, "Well, I don't know if that's a big one or not. Let's see what the other ones look like." And they start to file out down this shooting lane slash food plot slash travel route, and they're like nose to tail ten of them in a row.
2: It's uh, it's literally oh like if God. like
0: like the like. The number two was so close to number one that it could have bit its tail and they would have just walked each other, this giant train of dough. And I'm like, and I'm telling myself, like, come up with an excuse why you didn't shoot. And they literally, Vance, they walked right where left hook, where you the buck you shot last year, you shot it. It was bow range, all of them. Wow. At, at one time, I could have shot every single one of them if I could have paused, you know, real life. I could have hit every one of them broadside under 20 yards. And I'm like, well that That's last crazy. I'm like that last one's a big dough. I'll wait for it to get, you know, whatever. And I just I fumbled around like an idiot looking at these and with this internal struggle, I completely blew it because I know that we need to get these dough out of there. There's too many of them. It's not healthy. But on the flip yeah, side, I need
2: to, I need to be in the stand with you. To tell you to shoot (laughs) and vice versa, you you also
0: have to tell to to point out which one that you can shoot. It's
2: actually a (laughs) doe.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna, I I need to go say this. We don't have rules on the property that's like no shooting button bucks. It's, It's a deer. If you shoot it, you shoot it. It's dead. You're not bringing it back to life. We're not gonna not invite you next year. It's just. We we make some efforts. Hey, let's check this out a little bit. If You're you make a, to do something, yeah. if you make a mistake, it's not the end of the world. We're not going to ridicule you. We'll have fun with you, but that's about it. Yeah. So part yeah. of me
2: part of me still thinks you guys secretly want me to.
0: You have no out. idea how much I'm rooting for you to shoot another button buck. <laughs> you have no idea. Though I will not give you bad advice. I almost want to see how you react if you do it on your own. And I just hear, dang it, or like across the woods, no! I'm going to
2: throw my rifle. <laughs> we,
0: we we even went so far as like you go up to it, there's, there's a button, you flip its leg open and you just look at it and you're like, ah, and you throw it like a javelin into the ground. <laughs> so but anyway so i'm watching this train literally choo choo just out of sight like they went right to the valley field stand and i'm like man i might regret that one and i'm just sitting back like still struggling internally i'm like well i did kind of what i wanted but it's not what i needed and i'm what's wrong with me and you know you're going through all these things and i'm like well there's there's going to be another one i know it and so at this point, You're, what's that? Were you really
1: trying to shoot a doe at all?
0: At one you point, at early. one point I was very convinced I was going to do it in that in moment. Yeah.
3: I it just, happen,
0: yeah. it just, it just, it's what I don't, I don't know how to explain it, it other than just yeah. exactly how I did it. I literally, I had it up with the safety off and then mm-hmm. I'm just like autopilot safety on and I put the gun down and I'm like, yeah. what, what it's, it's not easy, but it's it's going to have to happen. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you you rationalize it how you want. I can't explain yes. why I did it. Yeah. And and, it happened to be many times, and I'm going yes, to say that there could mean. be a larger power at work here. So mm-hmm. as the story goes on. So those dough leave, and I have some time to like boil over this and just have like regret and I'm like no, I did the right thing and you know, whatever. And I look up at what would be 11 o'clock. And it's still part of that beach brushy area that I talked about these doe stepped out of. And I'm like, there's a deer. I'm like, I'm redeemed. Here we go. I put up the binos and I'm like, yep, it doesn't look like a little baby, but it's all by itself. I'd rather shoot a doe all alone than a doe with a whole bunch of family members by it. And I'm watching it, It's going through the beach brush and whatever. And I pick up the gun and I'm like, this is it. This is the one I'm gonna kill. And I check its head and it's uh it's a forkhorn. It's a buck. <laughs> and but it it only had it broke its other antler. I you know, I've seen a lot of half racks this year, and a lot of these half racks are broken off like an inch or two above the skull. And I'm like well, that one just got lucky. And I'm like, well, can't shoot that one. And I set the gun down. And I watch it, and it, it worked perfectly how I wanted it to work. And I'll explain this next week. Into my shooting lane, textbook, how we designed it to work. Makes more sense next week. And I'm like, well, that was cool. So sitting there, and I'm still thinking about those other dough and, you know, whatever. And I happen to look up at noon probably another 60 yards further than from when I saw that four And this is absolutely on the neighbor's property without a doubt on the neighbor's. And it's, and the only reason I saw it is that, I don't know, several years ago, he had some logging done. And if anyone's been in an area where there's logging, they leave the tops. And after so many years, those tops eventually just lay down and be mossy logs. And it kind of makes a cross hatching pattern. And I just was looking out there, and I see like this patch of snow, because we still have snow, go to black. Then it turns to white. And I'm picking up that movement of something blocking out the snow. And by this time, it's probably quarter after four-ish. I don't know the exact time. And uh, I see it, and I pick up my binos. I, I, I tend to reach for my binos first before anything. And I put it on it, and I'm like... Oh boy, that's a shooter. And I'm just like, now I'm now my brain's like turning into a different gear because it's like I ha I have the curse of 07 going. I passed up so many deer that were significantly closer than this deer. And then I watch it, it's it's still way out there, and it's working its way from 12 o'clock to I'm gonna say 10 o'clock. But as it's going, it's it's so far out, there's some topography change, I lose sight of it for a while. And my one my one buddy who we, we text a lot just to see how we're doing hunting, he says, he sends the, the text that says, update. And it's weird, but like, that's not the first time he's texted me when I've had a shooter in sight. And he, he said, update. And I said, I got a shooter, but I lost it in the brush. And then he says, stop texting and start shooting. So <laughs> I'm watching and I'm like, after a couple minutes, because those, those bucks, they'll just get into a, a thicket spot and they'll just kind of mill around and do whatever. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not in my view. He, uh, after several minutes, I mean, I, I don't know. It could have been 30 seconds. It could have been 30 minutes. I don't know. Time escapes you when you do these long sets. And eventually it <clears throat> popped back out in my view at the 10 o'clock mark. And I, I had already came to grips with... It, it went right. As it was walking, it went right and just furthered into the neighbor's property and was gone. But I saw it come out, and I saw the direction it was going, and... As soon as I saw it come back, I'm like, I am going to have a shot at this. I don't know what kind of a shot, but I'm going to have a shot. More than likely. So I'm looking, and he's doing like this little trot. I'm like, well, I don't have time for binos. My shooting lane is not that wide. It might be 30 yards wide, let's just say. And there are some straight non-limb trees in this shooting lane that would block that could possibly block some, some shots. And I'm, I wanted to hit him with the binos again, but I didn't have time. And the reason I want to do the binos, it's a lot easier to count points with two eyes than one eye because I've had deer pull the old switcheroo on me. And I, I discussed this with Todd and I'll, I'll give an example. When I was younger, maybe like eighth grade, I had, it was during doe season and you know, I had, we were hunting at my dad's. My uncle went and did a little push for me. Dad was with me in the stand. Three doe come out and mama and two babies. And it was my turn to shoot. They got behind like this brush and trees and stuff. And I'm like, mama was number one. First deer comes out, I'll shoot it. So they enter into this and it's not that wide. It's, you know, 10 yards wide. Enter in, we can't see him no more. First deer comes out, I blast it. It was a baby. They shifted. They shifted their their line, you know their their order that they were in, so I'm like, I got to re I have to make sure that this is still a legal buck. So I go ahead and uh I'm like, well, I got to do it with the scope, so and it doesn't stop until it gets to the first good opening down that nine o'clock shooting lane, textbook, trotting, stop, and it kind of it just looks straight, but it just stopped, and I look and I'm like, yep, that's the buck I want." That's him the one that I had just seen so I go to move the crosshairs over his vitals and it starts trotting again. so I just take and I swing the gun all the way to the extreme left of this shooting lane the la- the last opening and I'm the buck comes he doesn't stop he's trotting trot 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 as soon as his crosshairs get where I want them squeeze the trigger boom you lose you lose your sight. For like a half a second. I you know, I got this back on the scope and it had turned and was running away from me. And it's a slight slope down and I lose sight of it within a second. So the text messages start going. You know, I said I shot, Buck, I don't know the shot. I'm not sure on the shot, I think is exactly what I said.
1: Yeah. Not sure on the shot.
0: Not sure on the shot. I said that I, I texted my dad and I texted Todd that. And as it's getting darker, you know, it's not, it's starting to get dusk-ish. I said, I got to see what's going on here. Dad had came back from the butcher and he went in the stand that Vance was in, the second stand. Todd and his father are still in the same stand, Andy's field.
1: And the deer is like between, it's in a little triangle there.
0: It is where the, where the hunters were was the absolute perfect situation perfect, perfect, perfect. situation yeah cuz if yeah. he decides to go up on the high ground dad's there if he goes the creek bottom todd's there yeah. and it's it's entering what we call the funnel and i'm going to talk more about the funnel next week and i'm like i got to get down and see what happened i in my mind i got him but anymore, when I shoot with a rifle, it's not like watching a Luminok disappear in a deer at 20 yards. It was a hundred plus yard shot. And so anyways, I get down and I scooch myself down to where this slight little ridge is. And I'm walking, I'm looking for blood. And I get to where I kind of think he is. And I'm looking down. I'm looking down. And I get near it and I'm like, where is this at? Where is that? in here?" phew! <sighs> And I'm like, what? I look up, 40 yards in front of me is the buck I thought I shot, broadside, blowing at me. And it takes two big giant deer leaps and vanishes into the funnel. And I literally literally almost started crying. I was just like, what the heck? Just happened. The buck blew at you? The buck blew twice. And that the
2: one that you shot. That's insane. The one
0: I shot at blew at me and jumped twice and ran away. I mean, like, not just like, oh, I leaped. It was like, by the way, I just drank a Gatorade and a whatever a protein peanut butter ball, buckeye, or whatever you guys had. This thing was out of there. Wow and i'm just like what the heck and then i i sent out the text i said i missed them clean guys pay attention yeah. it's coming
1: yeah he sends it to uh, dad and i got it and now i don't have a i don't have a tag but i'm 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 hunting with dad and we're in this nice stand and uh the message i think was just like you said i missed i was you know, devastated get ready, get ready i missed
0: Mhm. Then now I don't
1: know that he just saw the deer do that.
0: Right. This now, I
1: know Andy. I know how many wood you shoot out the backyard. I know how much shooting you do. Mhm. And my when you said you missed, I sent you a message it said,
0: "Are you sure? Are you sure?" And I at this point I'm I like I don't know what to do because now my head is spinning because I mean, I was perfectly functional. It wasn't like I was laying on the ground, just, you know, curled up. I'm just like, what the heck is going on here? So I just passed up all these dough. I had a close call with a little buck. I've put in a legitimate hundred hours in the stand this year. And, you know, I'll talk more about that later. But this that was,
2: sounds a little bit crazy, though, that I mean, I, I'm with your lines of thinking there. That if you would have put a bullet into this thing, why is it staring at you, blowing at you, like danger, danger, and running away?
0: Right. So I'm sitting here, and I I literally went from, I'm a loser. I let all these deer go by. Holy crap, there's a buck. I don't see that many like this with a rifle in my hand, let alone the first Saturday. And, oh, up until this point, I'm I'm going to sidetrack here. I'm going to pause. If anybody fishes like perch or panfish, there are clickers out there that will count. Like if you're throwing fish in coolers, like in Lake Erie, there's people that we call them the perch jerkers. They'll go out and just anchor up and they'll jerk perch all day long. I mean, you can catch 130 minutes. And when they're throwing them in the coolers, instead of trying to keep a count in your head, there's, it's like a little cylinder thing. They count golf shots and stuff like that. This one that I have happens to be a Rapala. So whatever, you throw three in the cooler, you hit the button three times and it registers three. It's just like a little counter. I was counting shots with that. So as I hear a gunshot, when I can say, yes, that's an absolute gunshot, I would put in my pocket, I would push the button. I clicked one after I shot. And after I shot, it was... Fourteen hundred and sixty shots. I had heard up until that point. That's one thousand four hundred and sixty. I am not wow. lying. If you guys, if anyone out there doesn't believe me, I don't care. That's the truth. Vance, uh, Vance Todd was it yeah. a volley of fire all day?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. all day
0: long. Okay. So, anyways, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, all these shots going on. There's nothing left alive. And I just blew up, I just blew this this opportunity. It was perfect. I worked all summer for this. And Todd says, Are you sure? So I'm like, Well, I know where the deer was at. There's five trillion deer tracks entering what what we call the funnel. So I start walking over just to see where the deer was. I'm like, what the heck? I might as well at least see. Maybe he's sitting here looking at me again. I'll get a second shot. And I get halfway to where he was, 20 yards away, and I'm like there's red on that log. The log had had uh, snow on it. I'm like, there's red on that log. Now I'm going the other way. I'm like, what the heck just happened? I look down at my feet and there's, there's a speck of red at my feet. And it's not just a speck. It's like, if anyone's seen liver, it looked like a pea-sized chunk of liver sitting on the ground, right at my feet in the snow. Perfect. It's not like blood that you know, you you would normally see like when you track a, a, a an archery deer. I'm like, that's that's weird. And I, now I'm like looking around and I run back up to where I was standing when the deer blew at me. And when he blew at me, it was I just been happened to walk up to the exact spot that I I shot him at. And there's hair on the ground. I'm like, well, this is odd. So. I don't know what the heck's happening now. And I I look and there's maybe 15 feet behind where I was standing was a small tree. It might've been six inches in diameter and there was a perfect hole in that tree, not through hole, but I'm like, well, that's where my bullet hit. And I kind of do like this non-scientific, I'm like, well, there's the bullet with like, I'm pointing at it and I'm pointing at the, the hut. And I'm like, yeah, that line of travel is not, not low enough to just be like a low grazing shot. I'm like, Maybe I, maybe I did get this and I, I forget the exact things. Like I sent out texts. I'm like, there's blood. Now it's, now it's a wounded deer, but I'm like, man, this wounded deer, what? And I'm, I'm, I'm getting spun around because of just how it's going from one extreme to the other. And I call my dad and I want to think I called you too but I don't remember what I said to you, but I called dad and I said, dad, I'm going to be tracking this. Todd's already looking, looking down the river or stream Creek, whatever you want to call it. And I'm talking to dad and I'm, I get up to that log that he did this big, giant leaping bound over. And on the other side of the log, instead of like one spec, there's like every couple feet, there's it's, it's multiplying. It's going from three specs, five specs, 20 specs. And it's just, it's literally like someone took a handful of red jelly beans and just threw them randomly. And I'm like, this is this is odd, so I I'm following it. I want I'm going to stop here because I want to say I didn't shoot him to track him immediately. I shot him and I went up to it because I thought I wasn't sure on the shot. And this all this happened next because I saw the deer and then the whole how all this plays out. I wasn't like, shoot, I'm going to track them right now. It was just how this played out. I'm like, I'm running out of light. So anyways, I hop over the log. I start walking and I get, I don't know, from where the deer was at, I probably go another 40 yards max, 30, 40 yards max. Now I'm in hemlock overgrowth and it's kind of like marshy in there. And I'm talking to dad on the phone. And I stop because now I'm not trying to blood trail him. I'm trying to see him. I'm trying to look for a deer. I'm not following blood anymore. And But though I can obviously see it. And I'm on the phone with dad. And I said, dad, hold on. I'm putting you in my pocket. Stay on the phone. I see a shape that doesn't look right. So I go to pick up the binos. And I'm picking them up. And I hear, Rrrr. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's not that's not a log that looks funny. But it does look like a deer that's funny. And I'm like, what is going? And it's it, it was bedded down and it had all of its leg tucked underneath it. Very awkward looking. It kind of looked like a like a meatloaf sitting there. It wasn't like a deer, how they kind of like get in that like that kidney bean shape. It was literally just a, a twinkie of a deer. And it's its hind quarter was facing me like dead nuts facing me and I could see antlers. And I'm like, well, that's him. And then I see the rack start moving. I said, oh crap. So binos get dropped, pick up the gun, turn turn the scope all the way to two and a half power. And I said, you're not getting away from me. So I drove one into its ham. Cause that's the only shot I have at this point. And it was a split second decision because of, well, think of how the story went. I shot him, wasn't sure, get up there, see him alive, run away like nothing, figure out I did hit him, and I don't go very far, and there he is again down on the ground. So I put another one into him, and just the body kind of just like intensifies and just kind of like, melts a little bit. So I'm like, I'm on the phone with dad. I said, dad, he's dead now. He's like, okay, cool, great, you know, whatever, and then I get on the phone with Todd. I said, Todd, he's dead now. And you know... Prior to that, when I called you, I remember what you said. You're like, I think you got him. Like, you had a confidence for not seeing yeah. the whole situation. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. So anyways, then I get up, and I walk straight to Dad, and um, I clicked 1,461 on the clicker after that second shot, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I get up to Dad, and then by this time, it's starting to get dark, and all four of us meet up and we make up a plan to go get my buck first. Todd has two dough. They're already gutted out. They're waiting for a ride back to his truck. We, um, Todd hops in the front of, dad has an, a Kubota RTV. Todd's in the front seat. I'm in the bed. Dad's driving. We drive up, park it, and, you know, dad's like right where. He goes, walk to the spot that you last, follow your tracks, don't jump ahead. So we walk, we backtrack my tracks, and we get down right to where I'm like, this is where I shot him. And I take like the light, and I'm like, he should be right over. Guys, he's not there. (laughs) My God. The deer was not there. So now... Now, I I took my gun, and, you know, I, I think Dad's like, why are you taking your gun or something like that? I remember something being like, no, this gun's coming with me. So now I got a zombie deer. And so I don't know what the heck's going on. I mean, like, Todd's extremely confident. Dad's confident. But I already had this thing. I thought it was dead to rights. Then it was alive. Then it was dead again. And now it's not there, so it's alive again. So we're walking, and you know, it wasn't that much. It's not that big of a distance. What do you think? Another 30 yards max? Yeah. 20, 30 yards. And I, I'm looking ahead and there it is a big deer meatloaf again. Mm. And I give Todd my flashlight and I'm like extra precautious at this point because I really want this deer because if it escapes me, I might as well just sell all my stuff because I'm about, I'm about done. And, (laughs) So Todd's holding the light, and we're walking up, and Todd's like, oh, yeah, he's dead, and he's just, you know, getting right up to it. And I'm, like, very cautious and looking, and I'm, like, I'm waiting for I the noise. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> because I could just—it No, it wasn't a couple of weeks ago. Did you guys see that, like, all over the Internet of that guy that got gashed in the head?
3: Yeah, and I
0: do. And I'm just—that's yeah. all I'm thinking about is having a huge gash in my head and being, like, you know, that guy, because it, things already died on me, what I thought, <laughs> twice— and so we get up to it, I, I nudge it, and it's dead. it's finally dead and uh, so I tag it, start the gutting process, you know, get all that stuff out. That second shot made it a mess because it was it was not an ideal shot. however, it did break its back leg, which probably saved it from running any further. Mm-hmm. so anyways we we get all the, we get all the we get all the digestive stuff out, I get the vitals out, and I'm like. I want to see something, so I grabbed the vitals, the lungs, and the heart. And Todd, where did I hit? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, lower, lower part of the heart. Straight oh. through it. Straight
2: through it.
0: My first shot wow. was a heart shot. shot. Wow! And I'm my head spinning. These things can be. These things can
1: be
2: mean, man. They they can be tough. Yeah. And so, th- th- when you, going back to your initial shot, did you? Sh- Did you shoot it head on or was it broadside? It was a
0: broadside, but it was, it was going from right to left. Okay. I mean, it
1: was. I um, mean, these deer are crazy what they can, I mean, some.
3: mm -hmm.
1: I butcher a lot of deer and there's deer that I get in here that I skin them and do everything. Like, I don't even know why this thing's here. There's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. And there's other ones that have holes through them. Like, why did you keep shooting? Because it was running through the field. I'm like, oh my gosh, how could it be running? It has no lungs, no liver, no heart, no shoulders. Mm-hmm. Some of them can keep going, man. You had a hole through the lower end of the heart. It didn't. I didn't look like it hit the lungs at all, though. It was low, forward. Man, it.
0: I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I did not right. hit a front leg at all.
1: Mm-mm. No that's hard to do, but he must have had his legs out. His feet were out when you shot or something, but that's just very, he
0: he was moving, uh, he was moving faster yeah, than a walk.
1: Moving. So, yeah, so um, his legs are extended when you shot. I mean, it's just a crazy, you get to see it when you pull them apart, pull their guide off. But, uh, <laughs> it,
0: it, it was, was all in the heart. And, and it, like, then I, 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 I get taken back to how all this transpired. And if I would have went up to where I thought I hit him and I would have seen blood and hair I mm-hmm. would have went right back to the hut, grabbed my stuff and walked back right back to the, you know, the where all the trucks are parked mm-hmm. and just be like, "Yep, I'm waiting it out. That deer's dead. I don't know where it's at, but it's dead." But just mm-hmm. how it all played out and and Dad's like, "I don't think you need that second shot, you know, without even seeing the deer." And like Vance, we're texting Vance. And Vance goes, "Where's the pictures?" And I'm like, "I haven't seen it yet." And I, yeah. it's it's. I don't even know if it's dead.
2: Yeah, and that's that's tough on my end to even like you're sitting there. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> you it, a buck. Let me Let me see like, a picture. I don't f- know. We haven't seen it yet. <laughs> and I'm like, "What the hell is going on up there?" <laughs> and yeah, so it's it's it was like weird for me to. I mean, now I can.
0: It was a giant a cluster story, F.
2: Put a story to it, but I'm like, what the hell is going on?
0: It, I've like never. you
2: shot a deer, you don't usually miss, and you have to track this thing like it's insane, and I'm like, sitting there like, what, the? I'm at this Christmas party, like, trying to show face to all these people, <laughs> and I'm like, all you care about, uh, and like all they get care your about phone. is like. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, cool. You have a bunch of college degrees. Great. Yeah, what? And I'm like, "Where is it? What's going on with these these freaking deer?" I'm and, like going, going nuts about it.
0: You <laughs> you're like talking to someone and your phone screen is open at the text and you're waiting for the three dots to start going across mm-hmm. like someone's <laughs> typing. And
2: I did, and I did when I like when I got those I told people there at the, at this party I was at and they were just like great. And I was like, "It's a big deal." Uh-huh.
3: And they're
2: like, mm-hmm. "What? How about that penguin score?" And I was like, "Right, right, like, <laughs> cool." <sports>. <laughs> but <laughs> so it, it was, it was, it was, it was great. That's it, uh, that's an insane story. It, what time did you shoot?
0: I it I it entered the the left side of the deer. No, what time? Oh, what time? I'm gonna I'm like I said I'm gonna guess probably around. 415 to 430 in, in I was that range sit, because four,
2: about 425
1: okay when
0: okay. so when it I,
2: was still it was still light then
0: it was yeah the sun was oh, still God. up but it, it was just one of those things that i'm just i i just don't understand how that deer could move and dad was right i did not need the second shot before he even saw it he goes i don't think you needed that second shot and you know, I've I've listened. You know, I brought this up before. I listened to the Meat Eater podcast, and they had a you know a Q and A thing, and they're like, "What's what's your guys's take on multiple shots on big game?" And some answers are, "If you can shoot it, keep shooting till it's down." Yeah, and like I like moose and stuff. I mean, yeah, moose obviously, but like elk, you know, even like white tails and stuff like that. It's just in this case. I'm not happy that I did that second shot because I know the first shot now in hindsight would have taken care of it. It just needed Mm -hmm. time. But for whatever reason, I took me two or three minutes to get to where I needed to get to look at them because I packed up my pack and you know, I got one. I'm like in the event, I don't come back to this hut, which I ended up not coming back to the hut. I don't (laughs) want any valuables there because I have I've left stuff in the, in the huts. We have locks on them, combination locks, but I don't want to leave anything there that if, if there was a guy that's like, hey, let me see what's in here. Oh, these are really nice binoculars. Oh, this is really nice. I packed everything up that mattered. What I left was my lunch. And um, so I had everything on me. And it just, it. I, I wish I didn't have to shoot it a second time. But it in the, in the moment and with what had happened prior, it was the right thing to do. And it very well could have saved it from running another 100 yards.
2: The Deer Hunter, classic movie, classic line, one shot, and then they say two is, uh, I guess I could say say one one shot, two is pussy.
0: Well, (laughs) I got this mean old buck, and then, so I'm looking at it, and... You guys have never seen that movie. I've never seen that movie, so I can't help you out at all.
2: My God,
0: it's a... (laughs) a must watch it's a must watch okay anyway anyway so the, the question then always goes to do you have this deer on camera and i'm like no i don't recognize this deer at all we get it back to the truck and todd said something he goes look at those brows they kind of point forward and the brows are not impressive they might be an inch inch and a half and i'm like forward hold on, I get on my phone and I did get that deer on photo on camera. I got that. The only photos I have of that deer was for probably a week stretch in mid-July and it was a buck I called fast-forward because of the way his brows were. The only Very photos cool. I had of him were four months prior to that in velvet. Absolutely this buck.
2: It's absolutely him. Um... That's so cool.
0: So, that's.
2: How about the last two bucks you've killed on that property have been really crazy? Uh, Like roller coaster rides for you.
0: Yep. They have.
2: The 15, your 15 buck, you didn't find it until the next morning.
0: We didn't track it that night. I want to at least make that clear. But we didn't track it that night.
2: And then. And then this one is like. This one sounds even worse, like a more worse of a rollercoaster. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I guess I'm going to recap on that because I don't want people to think that I'm just flinging lead all over the place. So my 15 bucket came in, and it was quartering <laughs> And uh, when, when I, I shot it with, uh, you know, the arrow entered, and I, it was quartering harder than I thought. And when I went in, it went in behind the ribs, but the arrow hit the opposite shoulder. It was a really hard courting away shot. The deer jumped up, did the the classic kick, ran off, and I thought it was more broadside than it was. And I'm like, that's a dead deer. And when Dad got out of the stand and came down and we looked, there was a little bit of, like, gut matter there. And I'm like, "I, I know I didn't gut shoot this thing. Well, anyways, we let it sit all night. We come back the next morning, and, like, there's, like, no blood trail. The arrow never went through, so it takes a lot for the blood to come out. So we just started doing a body search, and on the, th- like, third little drive that we did through, it's laying there in the bottom of this ravine. And here I had, like, I, I lunged him, and it tore up his shoulder because the broadhead was on the other side opening it up. And then we were like, how did it get here? It rolled, like, 30 feet down this cliff. We get up top, and there's just, like, a walking blood trail. And so that's what happened was is that when in doubt, we just backed out. So. But yeah, that one was like, that was not an easy night because that was a big buck, and it happened yeah. quick. But
2: anyway, awesome story.
0: That's the uh, that's the opener. So Todd it's, is still like the Saturday. the opening Saturday. Yeah, Todd is still the two time champ during our annual Doe Hunt.
2: <laughs> big surprise.
0: So, but as I was walking out. To, to meet dad to get out of there it was still shooting light i saw three more doe so if you want to count that as deer that i have seen while hunting i saw 31 doe and seven bucks that day and here i was this belly aching about how tough of a day it was
2: <laughs> that's a yeah that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of deer
0: it's a lot of dough
2: Tell you what though, out of those past three years, I've shot more bucks than both of you combined. So, yeah. what's up?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what I don't. Know, I don't think you shot more than us, but I think that we're tied. I think I got can you six A- in the in the last three years? I've shot four bucks.
2: Okay, Todd.
0: In the last three years, Todd yep. shot two. Two. All right, we're tied. See, I, I had to pull us, you know, to even on Saturday. I couldn't let you I have that to shoot stat. It you do. Uh, and we oh have man. you have two more days to do it.
2: I can go tomorrow.
0: Yeah, tomorrow and Saturday.
2: Yeah. Man.
0: I can hunt with you Saturday.
2: Yeah, the big problem I have was like trying to you know, assess this situation. And how I talk about like looking through the uh, the scope so much—that's that's when I get like screwy, you know. Oh yeah. Is it one? Is it not? Is it one? Is it not? And then you know how quick it happens in in hunting, and you're just like, well, shit. But if you know,
0: if if you had a spotter, I, I mean, you shot two of your deer right next to me, and I was your spotter. The one time I was literally looking through binos when you shot, shot your first mm-hmm. buck,
2: mm-hmm. watching
0: it. That's that's the stuff. That's if I would have had a person looking at that deer, I pull the trigger. They're not sitting there getting the recoil of the, of the gun. Mm-hmm. They would have said, "Perfect, you got him." I yeah, wouldn't even. Him. I wouldn't have even looked at them. Yeah. i be like, "We're out of here." Close up. Yeah. And it it helps with someone that isn't pumping with adrenaline to you know you're taking an animal's life here and it, it, it messes mm-hmm. with you a bit. And um, someone that isn't behind the scope can make a more rational decision for you as long as they have their, mm-hmm. you know, your best interest in their mind. So,
1: Right. Yeah, yeah when we talk about the first week leading up to that Saturday. I have a couple of really great things that I got to see. Mm-hmm. Looking, looking, like you said, sitting with someone... I already had my buck sitting with someone looking through the binoculars.
0: Yeah, and we're going to talk about that next week. Yeah, 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 next week. Because the the pressure's (laughs) off for you. You're just like, Mm -hmm. I'm...
1: Just like, take them.
0: Yeah, and you're looking where you want to see the impact.
1: Yes, and the gun shot doesn't even rattle you. You're looking through these binoculars, and you see the hit, and you're like,
0: oh, yeah yeah or like well (laughs) and the guy's like
1: what what happened i was like i know exactly where you shot him i saw it yeah
0: yeah or you say well We'll i hope you got rubber boots because we're going for a walk through some water
2: (laughs) that's good so we'll do another hunting podcast and i got a couple days of hunting left so
0: we're gonna try to get you on the board
2: gotta get on the board
0: you will nice So, yeah, next week we're going to catch up from March all the way till this past Saturday and then pick up from Monday all the way till the end. But that's our update for our annual first Saturday deer hunt. Anything else you guys want to add? No. Great. Good, man. Excellent. We're ready. Go get some more get some more and i just want to put this put this out there because some people like to hear this when i had those trail camera photos in that during that time in july the buck i shot was a hit lister in my in my opinion so he was yeah he was he was he was one of the shooters that i'm like i will shoot that deer the first minute of archery season so i'm i'm tickled about it so
2: awesome banging fish baby love it
0: awesome crushing front hooks. I love that line.
2: Vance.
0: I love crushing Crushing crush front hooks. I love it. All right. Fatty Z Muskie products, com. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, MC mcfishingguides.com, St. Croix Rods, best rods on earth, Vicks Marine and Sports Center in Kent, Ohio, Ranger Boats. Thank you there. And Muskie Zinc, uh, join musky zinc that's um, that's going to keep that one simple there join it it's good it's good for fishing it's good for you and it's better for the sport so thanks for listening and good luck with whatever you're doing ice fishing musky fishing deer hunting be safe thanks